Hey everyone, it's Adam Helfman from Hire It Done. Welcome to my podcast, Contractor Therapy. Today's podcast comes from our friends at Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loans. Uh, 24-7, they're available. If you ever have any uh, equity uh, com- concerns or you want to refinance your mortgage, lowest rates ever right now. But today on the uh, Contractor Therapy podcast, we're going to be talking about home improvement trends that really weren't trends or have really, you know, came in and out quick. And uh, it's pretty interesting because a lot of people see these home improvement shows and they're like, oh, everything, everyone wants gray, everyone wants white, you know. Well, that's good, but in three years, two years, does it, is it last? So we're going to go back through the timeline of history and see what kind of home improvement trends were good and what weren't good. I'm living that right now. Every uh, thing that is out of date is in this house I'm rehabbing. Right. But what's what's old sometimes is new again. And joining us on the podcast today is Roberto Boshane. Thank you. And Paul Sarah. Hey, what's up? So when when we talk about home improvement trends, what are we talking about now? Paul, you earlier had a couple uh, questions on trends. What do you have? Well, I just want to know because you're you've been in home improvement for a while now. When do you know when a trend is starting so that people can like get on the ground floor of it before it becomes passe and you're behind the times? Then? You know, it's a good, that's a really good question. So, you know, uh, the radio show Hire Done, we interview manufacturers all the time. So I always say, what's popular this year? So let's use flooring, for example. Five, six years ago, um, actually, let's go 20 years ago. 20 years ago, there was a, a product called Pergo. Pergo flooring was a laminate floor. Really cool, looked like wood, but the materials, the way it was made, was not water resistant. So it would absorb water. And then it would puff up and then start to cup, curl. And everyone's like, oh, it's no good. Well, eventually, the flooring manufacturer saw, well, people loved it. We have to figure out a way to make it impenetrable. So they came out with a new called uh, a vinyl laminate, right? Or luxury vinyl tile, LVT. And for years, vinyl tiles, like, eh, no one likes it. But this new one, this new technology with luxury vinyl tile, all of a sudden, they took a picture of hardwood floor, high-definition picture, and they embedded the picture into the the tile, which is vinyl though. And it comes in planks and from from any length distance away, you look at it, it looks like real wood. It even has a great grain in it. So that became really popular. So people are like, oh my God, I gotta have this. And it was pricing instead of hardwood floors, you could use this. So a couple years ago I was like, and this is like 2015, I had people from Shaw Floors, Cortec Floors, and they're like, yeah, we have this new product. Um you know, people really like it. It's inexpensive. And we're seeing every month over month more and more being sold. Now, that's in 2015. Today, every homeowner wants luxury vinyl tile. So that's how you identify the trend because now, not only have they made it waterproof, water resistant, mold resistant, but you've got it in 30, 40 different shades or colors for wood, wood species. It looks like tile, it looks like marble now. So you can get all these great looks. And people love it, and it's easy to install. Thus, this is a trend that's going to last. Well, then there was a. Tr- I'm sure there was a trend where I can remember being a kid and going to house. You never saw hardwood floors. Everything was carpeted. Correct. Everything. They, they used hardwood floors as a base for the carpeting. <laughs> that's why a lot of people buy these houses from the 50s and 60s that are bungalows, and they rip the carpet up. They look at the beautiful hardwood floors. I just floors. did that. So the 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 unplanned effect of that is that those hardwood floors were kept protected over by carpet for 30, 40, 50 years. Now everyone's pulling them up. You've got the tar- carpet tacks on the edges that they're easily fixed. You sand the floors 
put a nice coat of poly, and then you got beautiful hardwood floors. But that's, you know, a trend that's cyclical. Oh, hardwood floors are in, hardwood floors are out. But here's the other thing. Back in the day, hardwood floors were always in, but then they came up with what they called pre-finished hardwood floors, where they would take hardwood planks, they would sand and finish them in the factory, and then when you got the bundle on the site, they already had the finish on it. And But the only problem was is the edges, because hardwood floor, when they cut them and nail them in, the edges were super tight. The, like tongue and groove or something? So Yeah, but the new ones had a little bit of a bevel on the edge. It was flat on the top, and then the very edges of the hardwood had a bevel. So when you put the hardwood together, you could see a little bit of a ridge. People loved the fact that it was pre-finished, so there was no sanding, there was no urethane, no smell. However, you could see a bevel. That type of pre-finished hardwood was a trend that didn't last because then the engineers were able to completely come up with what they called engineered hardwood floors. And engineered hardwood floors were just the top of the wood was the real wood, oak, pine, whatever. The bottom was of engineered wood that they made in a factory and they just laminated over with that. And then that became hardwood floors with the finish on the top only. And those had nice edges. So there are trends that fall in between everything that are what people want. Let's go to kitchens. There's so many trends in kitchens, it's not even funny. For years, it was oak cabinets. Everyone wanted oak cabinets. Well, when's the last time you've seen an oak cabinet? You don't. Mm -hmm. Oak is out. What do you see today? White. white. And what do you see about the white? It's called... Uh, colonial or you know transitional where this it's just a white cabinet with square edges right in our showroom here <laughs> we have the white so the key is is what do you see with the white now all of a sudden you see well originally you had laminate tops everyone went to granite because granite became affordable oh it's formica probably yeah well laminate and formica <laughs> were the first you know formica is yeah, right. a brand it's like yeah. google okay. you know like kleenex yeah. But the, the the generic term is laminate. Okay. Everyone wanted Formica. Right. And it and it was like it was like, oh, you want granite? Well, granite was for the rich people. Today, <laughs> somebody figured out how to mass produce granite, and then they flooded the US with it. Now everyone wants granite. And then what happened with granite? Someone came up with a brand called quartz. And before all of that, you had Corian. Corian was a man-made called solid surface. Everyone loved Corian. It was super expensive. It was an alternative to Granite. Now everyone wants granite. Well, what's the new replacement to granite? Quartz. Quartz is man-made, but it's using quartz, a real rock, ground up with a with a, a glue, mass-produced, and bam, now you have quartz tops. So you can see the trends. You can see how it's going. But people who had Corian tops, no one even uses Corian anymore. It's like they're trying to figure out a new use for Corian. Medical grade, because it's such a tightly knit, they can use it in medical. But... In a kitchen today, you've got white cabinets. That's a trend that's been lasting a long time. But what's replacing the white? Gray. Now you're seeing a lot of gray. Are you going to get sick of it in seven, eight years? That's the other question. Well, since we're talking about kitchens, one trend that I've noticed a lot, if you watch like the home shows, is like mixed metals. Yes. Like there'll be gold handles and then other ones will be like nickel or bronze. And it's Correct. like, it doesn't look right to me. Right. But you don't. And I'm going to tell you right now, that's a perfect example of a trend that you're going to be sorry for uh, in two, three years. Mixed metals are like a black metal faucet with a gold tip or a brass tip. So you see all that, and it's like really cool today. It's like the 80s. 
when you see disco 80s, what do you think of? Tony Montana, you know, you think of white <laughs> a lot, marble. A lot, a lot of plexiglass, glass. Right, so. big white, white everything, laminate, <laughs> right. shiny, yeah, right. marble, black tile, black and white, black and white. Red, like white, white, red, and black. Yeah, there you go. So, you know. Shag carpeting. Yeah. yeah, so now you have a house like that, you're like, ew. But what's coming back? I, like, I always like carpeting. So to me, carpeting is always popular. You can do hardwood in a, in a, in a library or laminate in a library with an area rug. That's what people do. I prefer good, good, good carpeting. But the trends are what people want what's popular now. What I do when I work with homeowners is I always tell them, let's, let's go past the popularity. Let's go eight years from now. Because look, let's look at cabinet or let's look at appliances. You've got appliances in your kitchen. The typical kitchen has a refrigerator, freezer, a microwave, a cooktop, an oven. 98% of all of those are stainless steel, right? But for a while there, there was a trend. White or black? You want a white refrigerator? You want a, a black refrigerator? Or we're going to put the cabinet doors on the appliances so it looks built in. Or you'd see like olive, an olive color refrigerator. Yeah. I remember. Yeah, pistachio. <laughs> yeah. Washers and dryers. Well, there's where you say you have that old bathroom with the tile up about four feet in the bathroom. And they're, they're, it's avocado, you know. And people are like, oh, that's crazy. Or there's pink or like salmon color. Guess what? Those colors are now coming back. However, it's a short-term comeback. The colors that are timeless, to be honest with everyone, is white. Neutral colors. However, people love to paint an accent color. Um, you're now seeing a trend currently in 2020, a trend of more of a vanilla, a cream, a coffee cream, brownish and that, that trend or to that color, where it used to be last year and two years ago was grayish, a white, gray, a white that has a gray tone or solid gray colors. HGTV put that gray with, you see that one we call West Elm or, you know, uh, restoration hardware gray, right? It's black hardware, gray paint. You see the shelves on the wall, you know, any one of those places, Ikea, West Elm, yeah. Restoration, they all have the same colors. Support for contractor therapy comes from our friends at Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loans. Home today is so much more than it was yesterday, but at Rocket Mortgage, home is still all about you. During these challenging times we're all experiencing, the top priority at Rocket Mortgage is the health and safety of the communities they serve. And while things are changing quickly every day, one thing that will never change is their team's commitment to giving you the best mortgage experience possible. That's why, if you need mortgage support, their team of experts is there to answer questions and offer solutions. They understand that hardships happen, and they're here to help. Whether that means working with you to save money on your mortgage or finding a new way to navigate payments, if you have questions, the team at Rocket Mortgage has answers. They know how important your home is to you, because you are important to them. If you need mortgage assistance, the home loan experts at Rocket Mortgage are available to help 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. From their home to yours, the team at Rocket Mortgage is with you. Visit rocketmortgage.com forward slash contractor therapy to learn more. Call for cost information and conditions. Equal housing lender, licensed in all 50 states, NMLS, consumeraccess.org, number 3030. Guy at painting my house right now brought us the uh, the swatch big thing, right? Yeah. I mean, the thing's huge. There's probably a million different colors in there, and you just lose your mind. Right. But you have you finally have to make a decision because the guy's like, listen, I got I to gotta start tomorrow. What do you want to do here? And we finally just said, you know what? Just do white because you know what? I don't want to regret anything in a yeah, year. Well, I, don't, I don't. Once I get the furniture in, it's not going to look right. So just do white. Well, what kind of white? There's eighty nine thousand different whites. <laughs> well, that's the thing, <laughs> right? And so that's the thing. So you got to, you know, it, it it creates anxiety, 
It's like information overload. There's definitely issues with that. And homeowners get upset about it. That's why a good contractor will always um, educate the homeowner and say, okay, let's break the decisions up along the job because sometimes homeowners can't make too many decisions. So, But, you know, look at You ever heard of a rec room? Yeah. That's what they use. The, that's the term they use in the 70s. Rumpus room. A rec room. Today it's a finished basement. <laughs> it's a lower level, you know, basement remodeling. A rec room. You know, and they used to put paneling up on the wall. That's what a rec room was. Today, they don't do anything. They make it look like part of the house. Now, one thing I wanted to ask you, Adam, is since you've been in the home improvement industry a while, what makes a trend stand the test of time? Where no matter what comes and goes, this thing's sticking around. Okay, well, that's a good good question. Um, so I'd like to say um, sometimes trends come and go. Like white cabinets were out in the late 90s. Uh, you used to have in the 80s and early 90s, white cabinets were super popular. Then they went out. What replaced the white cabinets? Cherry, cherry cabinets, maple cabinets, frosted maple, cherry, dark cherry. And those were combined with black granite because granite, the resurgence of granite was like, oh my God, look at this black granite with gold flakes and that's really rich looking. But white cabinets doesn't look good with a black top. What looks good with it is a cherry. So all of a sudden that trend started with cherry cabinets. And then exotic wood started to come around. But then it started to get light again. Yeah, and then like, it went back to white. Yeah, like the cherry wood always reminds me of like a law a lawyer's office or attorney. Right. It has, well, you know, it has a rich look a or expensive, expensive look. So, you know, and that's one of the things. But the, every part of a house, whether it's roof, like trending in roofs right now are dimensional shingles. Um Metal roofs are trending again. <clears throat> Used to be just three-tab shingles. But now they've added dimensions. They've added colors. Those are trending. Uh, siding. Used to be vinyl. Aluminum siding and vinyl siding. What else is there? Well, the trend was been this what they call hardy siding, which is a cementitious board. It's made out of cement and, and other materials. They press it super hard. It looks like wood. Is that the, like the shiplap type yeah, stuff yeah, that you course. see? Yeah, of course. Yeah. But if it's not installed right, it's worthless. Now you're seeing a trend away from it. Vinyl siding... Just as like hardwood. It looked good originally, but now they've created it in such a way where it looks like wood. <clears throat> and if vinyl install right, will last forever. So it, it has, you know, vinyl had a cheap blue collar look. Not anymore. You can do vinyl siding that looks super rich. And I'd go with it because it's maintenance. It's nothing's maintenance free. It's zero maintenance. You just power wash your house. You're done. I, I <clears> see <throat> on Facebook all the time, too, these, the videos where a guy's using epoxy and doing his garage floor, basement floor, and yeah, it gives yeah. it like a faux granite look. Those are great. Know? Epoxy floors are good. They're expensive. Yeah. A two-car garage today to put an epoxy with flake, and here's the thing. You have to put non-skid silica in it. A lot of people don't realize that because you come in in the wintertime and you hit the brakes, <laughs> the car's going to slide right through the garage into the house. <laughs> but it's two grand per parking spot. So it's four grand to do a floor wow. in your garage. Pricing is crazy today in home improvement. It really is uh, tough. But, you know, there's all kinds of trends. If you look at any part of your house for a trend, backsplashes, you know. Oh, let's do tile. Before it was just a granite floor, uh, granite top and a four-inch backsplash. Today everyone wants to tile the backsplash. Well, yeah, my, my wife, she's kind of figuring out what to do with it, but the house we're working on now, the entire, uh, one of the entire walls of the living room is just one huge piece of mirror. Really? To make the room bigger bigger right but it's kind of tacky well in seven years you're going to be mad you'd be like who yeah. mirrored this wall what was this at one time people are going to it gives the wrong 
you know. Yeah, so we're thinking about maybe like putting some like maybe a molding around it or sectioning picture it Picture frame it, like yeah, that, right? wall so, hanging, right. you know, or take the extra pieces in the ceiling of your bedroom. Well, yeah, like I that. asked, can we take it from there and then put it on the ceiling in the bedroom? <laughs> <laughs> you know, we've remodeled a, sh- a shit ton of houses in the city of Detroit. And I love when we get in some of these houses that are like from the 80s and they've never been touched. Yeah. You find some of the it's coolest. Cool. It looks like a movie set. Unbelievable. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's unbelievable, but it's all fun. So there's some other trends, you know, that have gone like smart home. Remember, you've heard the word smart home. We have a smart house. What the hell does that mean? Today, it's called IoT, Internet of Things. And that's the trend back then with smart home. Now, today, it's integrated. Everybody has a smartphone. So the reality is, is what they're trying to do is have your home communicate with your phone. So that from your phone, you can turn your air conditioning on and off. You can change the lights. So that trend is coming, but you had that in the 90s, that type of trend. But it was not adapted because you didn't have a phone, right? you know, like that. So today, the new trend is c- controlling everything from your phone, but who knows how long it's going to last? What new technology are they going to have or, or what not, you know? So it is what it is, but again, the trends in home improvement that don't stand the test of time are hard to identify. Obviously, when you look back in history, you can identify them now, but what I suggest homeowners do is say, how does this help me today? And how does it help me tomorrow? And then is it, is it either future-proof or, or what? Like, when I, when I design kitchens, I tell homeowners, listen, the box that the cabinet is built on, right? Your plates, your knives, pots and pans they don't care whether it's solid wood or medium density fiberboard or not all they care about is that it's installed right and can hold them the door and the hardware for your cabinet is what everyone sees so that's where you got to spend the time so maybe you spend a little less money on the box more money on the door and then say to yourself am i going to enjoy this because here's the thing in the future one of the trends that's coming back that ties into kitchens is called cabinet refacing now, 20 years ago, cabinet refacing was where they took your doors off, put new doors on, and they put plastic laminate around the edges and it changed the cold kitchen. Today, cabinet refacing is customized where it takes those existing doors, redoes them, and you have a new kitchen. How do you so, redo it if it's laminate? They put a skin over it. They skin over the door, believe it or not. And they each piece is cut on site to match. So if worst case scenario, in 15 years from now, if you're still in the house, you might be able to have the refacing because technology is changing where they have production techniques where they can make a cabinet door look so good. They have the shrink wrap over it. They have a lot of things over it where factory robots make everything and the cuts are perfect. So you really could build a future-proof home. Is that cost-effective? Yeah, of course. It's absolutely cost-effective because the new kitchen today is fifty grand. If you're going to spend fifty grand today, you want to make sure that kitchen lasts you. But in 20 years from now, you want to do it again. Maybe it's refacing then. So that's how you stand the test of time and you forget about the trend. I, I was is this a, is this something that I don't see it a lot anymore is wallpaper. Right. Is that still a big business? Wallpaper is a dying uh a dying fad. And let me tell you why. It's so difficult to do proper wallpaper and I'm surprised because here's the thing, wallpaper comes perfectly square, right? A roll is not rolled on an angle walls are never perfectly square so if you have a pattern on your wallpaper and if you don't make sure that the because the ceiling can be higher or lower <laughs> pain in the ass. it becomes difficult 
And the wallpaper, they're not training new wallpaper artists. It's typically under the wall, painting trends. Right. I know only two wallpaper. And it's really, really, you know, very, very, very losing fad. I think the house, the house I'm working on now, it's the wallpaper's probably been painted over four or five times. Well, instead of ripping the wallpaper, so I'm going paint over it. It's just right. But you Terrible. can just see a little bit of it still, but. Right here is yeah, wallpaper. Like that. yeah. That's wallpaper painted over. Painted over. It's just now, terrible. One thing that I know that has stood the test of time so far, but you're not a fan of dining rooms. Yeah. Okay. So, for whatever reason, the family from the 50s to today's family is different. I'm going to tell you right now, for everyone listening, if you have a dining room and if you use it more than four times a year, then you should keep it. Most homeowners I ask, hey, you have a dining room? Yeah. Let me ask you, you fall in category A or B. A, you, every Friday night, every Saturday night, you have dinner with your family at the dining room table. Oh, you got Easter. You got uh, Christmas, Thanksgiving. Yeah, but usually those tables aren't big enough for, for those holidays. So, or are you like me, and this is I call them category B, where your dining room table is where your kids do the homework, you put all your bills, you sit and do your bills, and you watch TV there, you you know, and that dining room table. Your yeah, your dining room table is used as an office as opposed to a dining room. If that's you, which is me, then that dining room is out. And I always tell me everyone, the dining room trend is out. Take the wall between the kitchen and the dining room, knock that wall out, make an expanded kitchen, and make it make it what we call utility style, where you can actually sit at that table and eat. And also, if you want, throw your laptop there, sit down, do your drink coffee, drink, eat, and read. This table's used for both. That's where I believe the future should be. Less is more. No one needs a separate room for a dining room. And I believe houses should be smaller. Support for contractor therapy comes from our friends at Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loans. Home today is so much more than it was yesterday, but at Rocket Mortgage, home is still all about you. During these challenging times we're all experiencing, the top priority at Rocket Mortgage is the health and safety of the communities they serve. And while things are changing quickly every day, one thing that will never change is their team's commitment to giving you the best mortgage experience possible. That's why, if you need mortgage support, their team of experts is there to answer questions and offer solutions. They understand that hardships happen, and they're here to help. Whether that means working with you to save money on your mortgage or finding a new way to navigate payments, if you have questions, the team at Rocket Mortgage has answers. They know how important your home is to you because you are important to them. If you need mortgage assistance, the home loan experts at Rocket Mortgage are available to help 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. From their home to yours, the team at Rocket Mortgage is with you. Visit rocketmortgage.com forward slash contractor therapy to learn more. Call for cost information and conditions. Equal housing lender, licensed in all 50 states, NMLS, consumeraccess.org, number 3030. I mean, you, you've seen these shows, Tiny Homes. I am amazed at how people can get so um, frugal and so minimal. Yeah, we lived here for two years, and uh, yeah, I have three pair of jeans. I, you know, I have 30 <laughs> pair of jeans. I don't even wear If I look at my closet and like, what haven't I worn a year? It's over 60, 70% of my closet. <laughs> so less is more. Yeah. What's, what's one thing, Adam, that you wish caught on enough to actually become a trend, but maybe it didn't? Bidets. Okay, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great answer. You can't get it. They're out of stock now. Well, yeah, right Everyone, now, yeah. yeah. A bidet saves you on toilet paper. Um, so a trend that I feel should have caught on that didn't? The one that we talked about, you said that you actually liked having a trash compactor. Yeah, recycling. Compacting your trash, recycling bins, uh, building houses that are green. 
I think those are really, really good, should be incorporated. Every house should have a minimal level of an of a insulation factor that building new should always have this. Because these houses leak so much energy. We could build a house that has less energy. You'd solve. Every house should have mandatory LED bulbs. Every house should have mandatory R value of 60 in the insulation. You know, every house should have smart home technology where the lights turn off when you're not there. Just minimal. If I could come up with 10 items that every house must have, we could cut our energy bills by 50%. Here's another old school one that new homes would never have or anything. is the laundry chute. Oh, I love that. <laughs> <laughs> um, it was a good idea. It's a great idea. But it's got to be able to get to where it needs to get well, to. Well, see, here's the thing. We're now designing laundry rooms on the main floor. Right. So it's. But I have a laundry chute in my house. My cat jumps down it. Is that the best ever? <laughs> okay. Oh, yeah. It reminds me like in Home Alone where he sets up the guys. And it's he the best. Oh, the, he sets up the, the laundry uh, chute. The iron to fall down the guy yeah, and hit yeah, him right, in the right. head. Yeah. And then uh, what was the, then the, the door on the side of the house that the milkman would put the milk in. The milk chute. They don't do those anymore. I... <laughs> Why would you? I love those. Those are great. Some of these things are just, they're silly. You know, it's funny. Um, There are old homes, and people didn't realize this. I was teaching people when we were renovating homes in Detroit. There are old homes when you walk into the front door, there's there's a a cotton cave insert with a shelf and a little shelf below it. And it it looks like just like like a statue would go in there. And people are like, oh, look how cool that is. I go, you know what that's for? And people are like, no. I'm like, that was for the house phone. And we put the yellow pages below it. And people are like, no way. So you know what I was doing? I was taking those and saving those in the house. I was having an electrician drill up behind it, put a plug in the in that that area, the the little alcove, and we put a USB port. And we put it so it was a charging station for people's new phones today. People went crazy. They're like, oh, yeah. my God, this is so cool. But they don't make those. So that's a trend that went out, you know. As technology changes, things change. Or what about, like, the, like, the outdoor, um, like, metal, like, Patios, Ew, you know, like... a concrete patio today is now a deck. It's brick pavers. <laughs> yeah, why would you stand concrete? <laughs> but I will tell you a trend Sun that's coming room. out. <laughs> right, a trend that's coming back is awnings. Awnings were used to be like a oh that's from the fifties. That's yeah, stupid. Right. Today people are spending more time at home. You out you put the awning out and in the shade it's like twenty degrees cooler. So if it's a ninety degree, it's like seventy in the awning underneath the awning. So that's a really good. Um, way to go as far as that so yeah that's a nice trend that's coming at back but again trends are cyclical they come they go they come they go you know so uh, another is. thing about trends too is like based on location and layout they change like you you could have like an art deco interior in miami or south florida but that would be ridiculous if you had it in royal oak michigan yeah of course yeah trends are by geographic for sure um like a sunroom in florida is a great idea uh here's another one uh trends that have gone away the man cave no one has a man cave anymore. Now it's you finish your basement, you got a big screen TV, you go down there and hang out in the whole basement. Or uh, home theaters. Oh, I gotta have home theater. People got home theaters, they spend all that money, and they're like, I don't ever use it. Now it's video games, watching sports, you get a big L-shaped couch. You know, that's what you want. Well, the other thing too is that you sort of feel in the basement is that it's all enclosed. There's no natural light coming in, and you right. start to feel. You know, you start to freak out <laughs> well, some people get a little yeah. co- it's claustrophobic and during the day you're like what the hell am i doing down here well yeah, that's the key but a lot of times if you do it right uh little kitchenettes in the basement are trending you know what i'm saying so again rec room to to a lower level suite that's the difference but you totally totally get um 
all kinds of things. But here's the thing. At the end of the day, I tell homeowners, buy it based on what you want, your enjoyment value. If you can't enjoy it, don't buy it because, oh, it's going to resell better. You're not going to sell your house for seven years. The average person is there for at least seven years. So buy it because you're going to have enjoyment out of it. And then understand in seven years, the person who buys the house that you're selling is going to want to like what you have. Some people say, oh, my God, that basement, you're like, it's my favorite part of the house. Like, the person's like, Ugh, I'm going to rip this out. You know, <laughs> they may love the, ca- the, the kitchen. You're like, I don't even cook, you know. But there's the thing, to each his own. So first thing drives your designs is what you like. If you love gray, if you love white, go for it. Do it. Can I say, though, I think you might get in trouble if it turns into like a Pimp My Ride situation. Oh, I love that. Where it's like, I don't know if you ever saw that show, Pimp My Ride, where like Exhibit would like get a guy's, and he'd be like, yeah. I really like fish, and they'd put like a fish tank in his car. P- yeah, Pimp My House, And it's like, way. how could you resell that? Well, no one's going to buy it. Right, right, right. It's like finishing a garage, you know, with like, make it look like an Indy 500 theme. That's cool as heck if you're, you know, the next guy <laughs> likes cars, or yeah. the checkerboard floor and all that, you know. Um, or if you're like a Star Wars fan and you finish a room <laughs> like Star Wars, but the guy comes in and is like, I can't stand Star Wars. <laughs> You'd be surprised at what people do. But again... My attitude and my advice to everyone listening is, first, the design is driven by your needs and your wants. And if you have a passion for that, do it. You know, I'm addicted to cooking shows. I am definitely going to remodel my kitchen, and I'm putting a deep fryer in it. I don't care what anyone says. Not a tabletop. I'm putting a built-in deep fryer. Oh, my God. I'd I'd be 500 pounds. (laughs) Well, that's a problem. I'm afraid of that. (laughs) I'm putting a pizza oven. Like, I've learned how to make fast food. I watched this one uh, (laughs) podcast, Sam the Cooking Guy, and... He like recreates fast food, like chalupas. So you, so you want to build Mac- like a fast food station workstation right. in your kitchen? How yeah. to make McDonald's fast fries food. at home? Right. right. He's like the world's best Big Mac, and I'm like, he's like, this is how you buy a sesame seed bun. I'm like, oh my god. He's like, here's how you make their secret sauce. I'm like, this is the greatest thing ever. He goes, Popeye's chicken sandwich. This is better, and he wow. do like a breaded chicken sandwich. Uh, yeah. So again, we have people who love chick- coach- cooking shows. We'll build a kitchen that has a big screen TV in the kitchen and pop down screens under the cabinets so that you can actually YouTube a video of a, of a, of a recipe while you're cooking. Have you ever built a secret door into someone's house? Oh yeah. We have, we've Where done safe, like, room. Book safe rooms. Bookcase yeah. Safe rooms. <laughs> I have a video. You turn the head on the sculpture. <laughs> exactly. There's an actual video on the YouTube higher done page of a basement remodel where there was a, to the right of the TV was a bookshelf and you pushed into the bookshelf and it snapped and then you pulled forward and there was a, Little eight by ten room behind it that For was what? the safe room. Well, when the guy, you know, when the shit hits the fan, <laughs> the guy was called. He said, "I'm a prepper." Oh my god! But there's listen. It led to a secret sex dungeon. Yeah, yeah each his own. Oh, I've done, we're gonna have cool. one sex toys and home improvement. I have that's coming up next. So <laughs> don't forget to subscribe, folks, because we're gonna do that. So, anyways, I want to thank everyone for tuning in today's uh, podcast episode in contractor therapy which is obviously brought to you uh, by Rocket Mortgage, by Quicken Loans. They're our uh, support friends. So if you enjoy this, please do me a favor, subscribe. Hit the subscribe button below. Um, Contractor Therapy is available at uh, radio.com or anywhere you get your your favorite podcast, iTunes, Google Play. Um, Also, if you need a contractor, go to hiredone.com. We We have contractors for you pre-screen license insured. So I want to thank you for tuning in. Don't forget to hit subscribe. My name's Adam Helfman. We'll see you next week.